salutations. Welcome to Sorry, That's My Inside Voice. I'm your host, Kat Garcia, and tonight I'm podcasting with a cat in my lap. I tried to make her go away, but um, she's obsessed with me. Ayla decided to camp out in my lap, and so if you can hear her purring, yay, and also I'm sorry. So uh, today we are talking about Women's History Month. For those of you who don't know, Women's History Month uh, happens every year in March. Welcome. We're here already. Because, you know, women only need a month to be celebrated and have achievements acknowledged. I don't have opinions on that at all. But there are lots of achievements that can be looked at. Um, You can look back and say, oh my gosh, women did this, women did this, women did this. But here's the thing. There are so many achievements made by women that were never documented. They were never written down. And if they were written down, those achievements were overshadowed by male colleagues or counterparts or just straight up stolen. Like, boo hiss. I can't boo or hiss because it'll probably scare the cats. And now I have two on me. Ayla and Lily are both here, currently not duking it out, so we'll see how long this lasts. But with Women's History Month upon us, I think it's really important to look back at how much, in some ways, things have changed for women in the past 50-ish years. You know, we often think of our culture today as, oh, we're so, you know, we're so advanced. Women can do X, Y, and Z, blah, blah, blah. Right, but that, that's recent. That's that's recent, very recent. And a lot of that is you have, you have to make sure to add in white women can do X, Y, and Z. Because the things that white women have been, I hate this word, allowed to do did not always translate to women of color, to members of the LGBTQIA rainbow of awesomeness. Okay, like when we're talking about this, We have to remember that a lot of these achievements happened for white women. I know, I know. For a lot of people that's like, well, I mean, it happened for everybody. No, no. That's like saying, yeah, you know, you can say women got the right, you know, women won the right to vote in 1920 when the 19th Amendment was ratified, right? You have to go back and you have to look and you have to say white women won the right to vote in 1920. That right did not extend to women of color. That came later. So keep that in mind when you hear people talking about the achievements of women. Are they talking in an intersectional way where they're talking about straight women, queer women, gender non-conforming individuals who some days identify a little more uh, femme than others? You know, like where on the spectrum is this? Because that's what we should be looking at. You want equality? Let's get it for everybody. We'll be back on my soapbox later, don't you worry. So (laughs) I went and pulled up. You guys are going to be shocked. I actually did some research. But don't be too shocked because I didn't do too much research. I don't want to shock you all. Remember, keep your expectations low and manageable. One day I'll disappoint you. And if I do, it'll be entirely your own fault. So I went and did some sleuthing. And by sleuthing, I mean I went and asked the Google. 
And when you ask me what that means, I, I, I went to my laptop and I typed into the search Women's History Month. Like, I went through a number of search options, and I was like, I don't particularly like most of these options. You know, it's like, oh, what can women do, or what can men do that women can't? And I'm like, so many things, thank God. But, you know, like, there's some weird search parameters out there on the internet. So I finally decided, okay, there are lots of things that women can do now. Not all women, unfortunately, but there are lots of things that a lot of women can do. So I thought it would be more interesting, at least for me, and since this is my podcast, I get to do what I want, as we've established. I decided to look up things that women couldn't do 50 years ago. So if you think about it, 50 years was 1970, 70, 80, 90, 2000, 10. Jesus, it was 50 years ago. The universe just keeps aging. I'm just staying like 20 something. So 50 years ago feels like, oh, when you say 50, it's like that was a really long, it was not a long time ago. Some of the people listening right now were alive in the night. I was not, I was not alive in the seventies. Sorry, but people listening, some of you were alive in the seventies. Some of you were alive before the seventies. I know. It's freaking you out, right? Hey, you know what? My generation just got made a historical character in the new American Girls collection. So I understand your pain. You know, they do have a lot of purple in those, uh, those like ads and stuff. I'm down for that. But not that it was like historical. Oh, Jesus. Okay. So I, I literally went in and looked and I'm like, okay, what could women not do 50 years ago? And bustle came through for me. So I will post the link in the show notes so you guys can uh, check it out. But bustle pulled together. This is from 2017. Uh, It was written by Sarah Friedman. So this is from June 29th, 2017. It's on their website. Like I said, I will link to it. And these are things that women could not do 50 years ago. Some of these are just like, It kind of blows your mind if you haven't been paying attention. So the first one, 50 years ago, women could not serve on a jury. So a jury of your peers was not actually what you got if you were a woman. Because the jury of your quote unquote peers was a bunch of dudes. It was a bunch of men. That's not a jury of your peers. Ugh, right? Not okay. Women were not universally permitted to serve on juries until 1973. And that's only because a federal law was passed. Like that made it so women all over the country could serve on a jury. Before 1973, they could not do that. The other things women couldn't do, you could not get a credit card 50 years ago. You could not have a credit card in your own name until 1974 when the Equal Opportunity Act was passed. You could not get a credit card in your own name until 1974. So that happened because the Equal Opportunity Act was passed. And before that, a married woman needed their husband's signature in order to get a credit card. And single women, pretty much shit out of luck. Like, I'm a single woman. I am 35. I have four cats. I work hard so they can have a bougie life. I would not have been able to have a credit card. I would not have been able to live in my apartment on my own. Scandalous. But it gets better and better. Before 50 years ago, there was not easily accessible birth control. Now, I know for some people this is controversial. They're like, oh, we don't need birth control. 
blah, blah, blah. I don't give a shit. If birth control is not your jam, don't use it. That's the conversation. Okay. That's the conversation I choose to have. You want to talk about it? Great. That's my argument. The birth control pill was not approved until 1960. Even though it was approved by the FDA in the 60s, most women couldn't access it until the 70s. And women were not guaranteed access to the pill until 1972. 1972. That's 12 years. That's 12 years after it was approved. 12. Like, I can't even... I can't even believe it. And even then, even then, it was due to a Supreme Court case and basically what the case said or what the case argued and the Supreme Court ruled in its favor was married people and unmarried people have the same right to access contraception. That's what it did. Because before that, if you were not married, you were not getting birth control. Why? Oh, because when you're single, you're not having sex. Yeah, okay. No, that's, no. That's not true. The joys of purity culture. Okay. So what? We're at birth control. Great. Ooh, the Boston Marathon. This one is one that I'm all like, yes, girl, do it. Because as we have discussed, I don't run. Okay, I don't run. I'll run away from something. You should also be running when that happens. But I don't run. I used to have to run a lot. I don't do that now. Running does not bring me joy. Cats and yarn do. But running in the Boston Marathon, women were prohibited. Not just that they were like told, oh, you can't do this. You are not allowed to participate in the Boston Marathon if you're a woman until 1972. Like, you you could not do it. Were there women who ran the Boston Marathon anyways? Hell yes, there were. Quote, unquote, illegally because women were prohibited. Prohibited from running the Boston Marathon. Heaven forbid our boobs bounce too much and it distracts the boys. Because, you know, they're not bouncing around all day every day either. Okay, here's one that I didn't know until I was reading this article. As recently as the 80s, women were... Some of this is just ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Women were not able to buy athletic shoes specifically designed for them. Okay? Before the 80s, all athletic shoes were designed for men. Because why would a woman need to do anything athletic? I'm blinking. I hope you can feel the look that I'm giving history right now. And, you know, do you know the shoe company? I want to I know. Does anybody know the name of the shoe company who uh, produced the first shoe designed specifically for women? Or for female runners? If you do, uh, drop it in the comments. Uh, of the post on Instagram. I want to see who who researches or who knows. Like, I'm just curious because it was not who I thought it would be. I didn't actually think about it because let's be real. I don't know anything about shoes. Not really. Another thing women couldn't do 50 years ago, they did not have the option of attending co-ed Ivy League schools because Ivy League schools were not co-ed. They were not co-ed. 
heaven forbid a woman accesses higher education from such an exclusive group of college and universities. Like, are you kidding me? That's just bonkers. I just, like, just thinking about it, women were prevented from gaining a higher education for so many reasons. So many reasons. Oh, you know, it'll hurt their brains. Or, you know what? You give me a smutty novel and I'll show you what my constitution can and cannot handle. True story. But several of the Ivy League schools had... So here's here's kind of how they got around that. Several Ivy League schools had, like, affiliated colleges for women, right? Because women couldn't go to the main college. How dumb is that? How stupid is that? The exceptions uh, to the co-ed ban, I guess is what you could call it, uh, the exceptions in the Ivy League to those were University of Pennsylvania and Cornell. That's it. They started admitting women in the late 1800s. Did they start admitting women of color? I don't know. It doesn't say in this article. But what does uh, what does history tell us? No. No, they did not. God, it's so disappointing. Like, it blows your mind when you think of all of the things that women have been barred from doing. Harvard and Columbia did not become co-ed until 1979. It was 12 years before I was born. If this, if this information is not like blowing your mind, pissing you off, or really making you pause and go, whoa, we may need to evaluate some things. But like 1979. Harvard became co-educational when it merged with Radcliffe, its women's college affiliate. And then Columbia became co-educational in 81. Up until 50 years ago, women could not keep their job if they became pregnant. If they became pregnant, women would be fired. Up until 1978, when the Pregnancy Discrimination Act was passed. The law mandated, and again, I'm getting this all from Bustle, okay, remember? I'm, I'm doing single sources because that's all I got today. The Pregnancy Discrimination Act stipulated that employers could not discriminate against a person on the basis of pregnancy, childbirth, or related medical conditions. There had to be a law that said, if I'm pregnant, you can't fire me. Because the assumption is, oh, well, her husband is going to, you know, she's just going to stay home after the baby's born anyway. So let's just fire her now. Her husband's going to take care of everything. Fucking bullshit. And God forbid you were single and pregnant. That's a whole other kettle of worms. 50 years ago, you could not attend a military academy or fight in combat. Uh, women were not permitted to attend places like West Point until 1976. Women weren't allowed to fight in combat until 2013. That was 10 years ago. 10 years ago. <sighs> Jesus. 50 years ago, women couldn't practice law. Women could still technically be barred from practicing law until 1971 when the Supreme Court 
finally made it illegal for states to prohibit women from practicing. Are you for real? Like, these are the things that just make me crazy. Another thing women couldn't do 50 years ago, refuse to have sex with their husbands. Yeah, until 1993, when marital rape was outlawed nationwide. 1993. 50 years ago, and this one really pisses me off, you could not legally obtain an abortion in the United States. And here's the scary thing. In a lot of places in the United States right now, legislators are working to make it illegal for you to do it today in 2023. Yeah. Roe v. Wade, which was overturned last year in June, wasn't decided until 1973. We should be celebrating 50 years of Roe. We should have been celebrating 50 years of Roe this year. And we're fighting to keep that right available. 50 years ago, Women could not take a stand against sexual harassment anywhere. Not even just the workplace, but sexual harassment at all. It wasn't a legal offense until 1977. I think about that. I think about... Think about the fact that you were just forced to deal with sexual harassment. Any kind of harassment. You were just... You had to deal with it or you got to quit. Or you get pregnant and they fired you because women had no legal grounds. Companies weren't even financially liable for sexual harassment until 1988. 50 years ago, women could not take legally mandated maternity leave. I do love that Bustle started the sentence with astonishingly because it is astonishing. American women were not legally guaranteed any type of maternity leave until 1993 when the Clinton administration passed Family Medical Leave Act. Now, here in Oregon, we have FMLA to fall back on. We also have OFLA, which is the Oregon Family Leave Act. They cover a little bit different things. But the kicker with with both FEMLA and OFLA is that they only guarantee unpaid maternity leave. Yeah. So, so not only did you spend nine and a half, ten months baking this child, this, this creature, okay, this little alien in your body, uh, you have to wreck your body going through labor. You, you then have to recover while taking care of a new creature that is entirely dependent on you. And you have to worry about when your sick or vacation leave, if you get any, is going to run out. Because, heaven forbid, you get to focus on your new baby and yourself and your new little family. As opposed to, oh, can we make our mortgage this month? What the heck? The U.S. is the only first world country that does not have paid parental leave. So frustrating. So frustrating. But all of those things are things that women could not do 50 years ago. I love the lists. I love the lists that are, look at the achievements of women. And that's where I started. I went to look at the achievements of women. 
the achievements of women more likely than not, and this is getting better sometimes, are the achievements of cis white women. They're not necessarily the achievements of everybody. They're not achievements that benefit women of color, queer women. They should be. But this list, 13 simple things American women couldn't do 50 years back. It's a different perspective. Yeah, you can say, oh my gosh, look at all the things women have done. And that's great. I love those lists. But I also like this list and lists like it where it says, yeah, but this is how far we've come. And this is how recently we were there. And this is how recently, I think, International Women's Day, which is March 8th, Women's History Month, I think they're really important. I think it's necessary and vital to take a look and say, this is where we've been. This is what we've done. This is where we want to go. But I think one of the really important things is you have to take other people with you. So with that, the cats and I are going to go. If you think it'd be a good idea, go like, share, subscribe. All the places you listen. Share this with your friends. If you think I'm funny, please warn them. I'm spicy and I swear. But thanks for listening. And uh, we'll see you next time.